Uh, <laughs> uh, you just leaned over and started laughing. <laughs> because I looked at my Ricola cough drops and the amount of drops in there is 19. It what? specifies 19 drops. Why not just put 20? Why would you do that? <laughs> They're like honey lemon from Switzerland. 19 drops. Because <laughs> we do it different. Maybe they count differently in Europe. They don't. Oh. Numbers are the same. They're all the same. They're just trying to be edgy. Oh. They want you to come back for more. That's what's going on. Don't you think? I have no idea. Well, if somebody's like, I had five, I, I'm going to have five cop drops today, one every two hours, and then they get to that last hour and they're like, oh, oh fuck. So you have to go to the store and say, do you have any more Ricola? Ricola. And they yum. punch you in the face. Is, I don't, is that the song? Does Do they say yum? I sure hope not. <laughs> You got to get a big horn thing and just go, Ricola! <laughs> hey, welcome to Slop City, everybody. Oh, we're recording? I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, two things I'd like to say before we start. Okay. The table is pushed up against the wall. And I have set a personal goal for myself today for this podcast. Are you going to share it? Yeah. What is I, it? I'm not going to laugh as much. I've been listening to the podcast. I laugh all the time. I'm not laughing anymore. I think that is so disingenuous. <laughs> See, what I'm do already laughing. I know, but your laugh like sparks joy. Marie Kondo would say that your laugh sparks joy. So she wouldn't fold it up and throw it in the trash? No, she would politely fold it and set it in a drawer where it can be easily grabbed because she loves it so much. Well. I know that Marie Kondo would love your laugh. Marie Kondo would punch me in the face. Let's be honest. Dude, she can't punch anybody. <laughs> is she weak? Yes. Does she even I lift? mean, her spirit is very strong, but like her body is very <laughs> fucking weak. I think she's probably strong from folding all those clothes and whatnot. <laughs> she throws away so many books. She's just strong. She has to carry it. I think Kitty's toenail is stuck on the moving blanket. So what do you do when a cat gets their little toenail stuck somewhere? Shop also, is that off. a fingernail or a toenail? Because it's on its front paws. So I believe that would be a fingernail. Um, I think you're probably right. Don't you? But when you say fingernail, then people think, oh, it's okay for me to declaw a cat because it's only a fingernail. When it's not. When you declaw a cat, it's like chopping off their finger down to the first or second knuckle. Just so you know. Randy just shuddered. Don't ever declaw your cats, and if you do, I'll come and declaw your peen. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see a lady in St. Louis? <clears throat> I think it was in St. Louis. Kenny Kynes shared this. Kenny Kynes is a comedian in St. Louis that we love very much. And uh, this woman bit off her husband's penis for alleged infidelity. But she looked like she had been huffing air duster and smoking <laughs> meth for 10 years. I mean, the, she... She had black she did, hair. She did not age well. Yeah, and Kenny Kenny shared it and goes, I'm the same age as her. No, Fuck, I, I look that. good. <laughs> yeah, she did look rough. Poor gal. A lot of miles on her. Whew. A lot of miles on that uh, pussy, I bet. Oh, yeah, that pussy. It's, it's, it's just... 
it's saran. It's not even saran wrapped. It's like she left like a chicken and green bean dinner in the fridge for a year. <laughs> it has that soft layer of mold on the top. Mm-hmm. I think I have some things like that in my fridge right now. Um, I'd like to formally, I just want to tell everybody I have a cold, as you can tell probably from my voice and uh, that we were talking about cough drops. So I'm probably going to sound extra annoying today and just power through. Hopefully I'll be back next week. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. Where do you think you caught this cold? Um, well, I think the Chiefs game. Oh, yeah. Where you had the... It was 12 degrees. But, but weather there's... weather doesn't cause illnesses. That's what I was just going to say. We're on the... It's like Many you text people me back really that. fast. Many people believe that. They put your hat on. You're going to catch a cold or you're going to catch pneumonia or ammonia. I know, ammonia? I know lots of people have died from having ammonia. Oh, my God. Ugh, you know, this 75-year-old man that I know... He was such a nice man. He said disgusting things to me mm-hmm. at the bar that I work at. He uh, would always reach in for a grab. He was just such a good man. He died of ammonia. So, Oh, <clears throat> God. R.I.P. Ammonia has taken is, so many lives this it, season. Is ammonia, um, what's it called? Can you catch it? Can you catch ammonia? Yeah. Some would say yes. Can you catch it from another person is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Can you? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Randy, can you catch ammonia from another person? I'm looking. He's looking. But he's looking on his cell phone when he has a huge computer right in front of him. (laughs) I think that... No, I'm fucking with... I think that if we had... uh, If we were smart, we would start a foundation for people that have passed from ammonia. Uh, the Ammonia Institute. The Ammonia Institute and get bracelets and stuff. What would be the best colors for it? You think like lime green, like neon green? Like a mucus? Kind of a mucusy. And black, maybe for like a black lung. <laughs> because ammonia is in your lungs, right? Ammonia starts in your lungs, as far as I know, and then it... Gets into your bloodstream. Oh, God. And then you get sepsis. Actually, an employee at the improv shop, a bartender, her husband had ammonia. And ammo- it went – he was so sick for like a week. This was just last week. He he got sepsis. He had to go to the hospital. Oh, my so God. So he had, he had walking ammonia and – he he legitimately almost died. They were like, if you didn't come in, you would have you would have passed away from ammonia. Oh my god! Well, remember, folks, whatever you do when you go outside, put your hat, glove, coat, scarf on, or you will catch ammonia. Mm-hmm. You will catch ammonia. The foundation mm-hmm. for eliminating walking ammonia. What would be the foundation for eliminating? Ammonia. That's it's that's a lot. It doesn't make a a good word. We need it to be achu. <laughs> that needs to be the acronym, or it needs to be fever. Because you get a fever when you have ammonia. You know whether else- it's walking or whether it's stagnant ammonia. You know when else? You know when else you get a fever when you have a flavor. For Pringles, did you know that? What <laughs> is this? A, is this an old commercial? I got a fever for the flavor of a Pringle. 
do you remember this? Do I just, am I just too old to do this podcast or too young to do this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I remember some Pringles commercials when I was a kid, but they were like, they were like doing the duck thing, you know, the the really unoriginal (laughs) duck thing. Yeah. Oh, check it out. I put two Pringles together and I hold it with my mouth. It's very steady (laughs) because I'm good at giving blowjobs. Oh. You know? No, you're not. Well, so far we've confirmed you will get ammonia from being out in the cold and you will catch a fever when you open up a can of Pringles. Let me stress again, we're not doctors. Um, Yeah, do you catch a fever? I think you just have one. I think it just comes on. It's your body's response to fighting off uh, ammonia or <laughs> the flu <laughs> or... I'm going to look this up because throat. I need to know. Check it out. And while you do that, I'm going to have one of my 19 drops, so I believe I'm down to about 13 left. 1987's Pringle commercial. Okay. Fever for the flavor of a Pringle. I'm not going to play it because I don't know what the laws are. No, don't play it. We'll get fucking tackled. We'll get tackled by fucking Pringles. We'll get tackled like Marie Kondo is going to do to you. <laughs> She couldn't tackle anybody. I saw somebody a post somebody made the other day. They were like, I wish that people paid Marie Kondo's translator more respect or as much respect as they do Marie Kondo. I, I was saw like, I know. Too. It is sad. Well, like, I, I haven't watched it. I read the book long before this became very popular. Oh, did you? Did you implement it into your life? I The only part that I have maintained is when I have an item that I need to get rid of, I look at the item. I look at Tina spitting her trash on the floor. What did I just witness? I was opening. <laughs> Ricola drops are very hard to open, okay? Especially when you have sweaty hands with lotion on them. That's double the wetness on my hands right now. So I tried to open it up. I was having a very difficult time. So I grabbed onto it as tight as I could, like a little micro penis. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed onto the side and I bit it with my tooth. And then it got stuck, so I spat. You spat it on the floor? Spat it on the floor. And it's still there? Still there. We'll pick it up later. Okay. Okay, so this, okay, this so is what I'm... Okay, so what do you I'm, keep from Marie Kondo? When I, when I have an item that I want to get rid of, but I have a difficult time getting rid of stuff because I have uh, tendencies to be a hoarder. I look at the item. In my head, I say, uh, thanks, item. Uh, I appreciate the time that you have been with me, and then I place it in the trash can, or and don't then I it. place it in my closet where I store everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, little action figure. I will. You did a good. You served me well. I masturbated with you. I had you in the bath. Just kidding. I don't take baths. <laughs> That's a fun game we're gonna play. Item. <laughs> and also, I will. Uh, I thank objects, and I also do the thing where I'm like, do I need this? Is this bringing me joy? Does it sparking joy? Does it spark joy? If it sparks joy, I cram it up into my pussy. If it doesn't, <laughs> cram it in the trash can. I cram it into the trash can with a leftover rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Booyah. Booyah. Uh, if it does spark joy, I immediately shove it into my pusina. The other stuff, I don't have time to fold clothes. I have two dresser drawers, as they call them. My clothes stay and live in a hamper. 
I have like five hampers. Is that what they're called? Laundry baskets. Yeah. Clean ones in one, actually three, and uh, dirty ones in the other ones. There's, um, there's no reason to take your clothes out and, and place them somewhere else. Well, there, I mean, yes, there, there is. <laughs> no, there's not. Yes, there is, but it's not for everybody. Some things get wrinkled, so you want to hang them up. Some people like organization, and they like that sparks joy for them, not having their clothes in a hamper. Well, they should spark joy how I want them to spark their joy. Well, I mean, not everyone's going to not everyone's going to spark joy the same way you do. Not everyone shoves their shoves stuff in their hamper. Hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> Got me. I thought you were going to say Pusina. Yeah, you did. Can somebody put their hand in my vagina and see just how deep it is? <laughs> I'm going to get up on this table. <laughs> I'm going to get up on this table and spread them legs. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! I'm <laughs> disgusting. Uh, it could fit a small hammerhead shark in there. <laughs> Twin size mattress. Does this spark joy? Let's put it in there. Small child. Holy shit! Holy moly! <laughs> We got. I put a call to action out yesterday for questions. That oh, we can answer at the end. We got actually, believe it or not, we got more questions than we have time to answer. Really? Yes. How many did we get? Uh, I started. I stopped counting. It's over twenty. Wow, that's fun. <clears throat> we got some fans, Tina. Push them off to the next one. But uh, if we if we do that, we'll ne- we'll never get them answered. That's true. If we die of ammonia, we'll never answer them all. Um, is there anybody close to you in your life that died of ammonia? That passed away from ammonia? I'm sorry. Died is such a not okay term. It I shouldn't triggered, say that. It really triggered me. Is um, there anybody in your life that kicked the bucket <laughs> because of ammonia? I can't. I don't think ammonia... It, is something that my family has had. Um, the I don't ammonia think it's, deficient? Yeah, I don't think my family has that gene for ammonia. Mm. Um, we wow. Have lot, we have lots of other things. Cancers, <clears throat> mental illness. Oh, are you crying? Yeah, I'm crying. Uh, <clears throat> I did have an uncle once that um, we always suspected he was adopted and... Um, <laughs> He did die of ammonia, and I said to myself, that's weird because it's not in our family. Oh. Looked at his birth certificate, and it said that he'd been adopted, and he was not in our family. Oh, my God. It was right on his birth certificate. It yes. just said, adopted. this fuckhole was adopted. And after he passed, we donated his body to science so that they could study how ammonia <laughs> Effects of affects people's bonds. Wow. Uh, what I love about that is that they just kind of call a person out on their birth certificate when they're adopted mm-hmm. and they write, they just put it right on there because you should let people know. Mm-hmm. If you're adopted, let people know. And uh, I think, I think the reason 
why that was in my head is because I was watching the program about Ted Bundy. And uh, he found out. Should I even say, is it a spoiler? I mean, he's killed. He's been dead for, what, 30 years? <laughs> he found out he didn't know who his father was by looking at his birth certificate. It said, father unknown. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so torn about about that guy. I I'm haven't s- finished it yet. I'm so I'm so afraid of him, but also want to bang him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think a lot of people are having trouble with that. <laughs> like he's when he's just an absolute psychopath, smiling in the courtrooms, waving at the press. Sir, you murdered. At least 30 women. Yeah. That we know about. And they were all beautiful and could have been models. And you took that from them. The only time he scared me in that whole thing was when he was leaving a courtroom and the guy went to grab his arm and he you could see a flash of, like, violence. He was like, don't let go of me. And then, like, composed himself. And that was... I haven't gotten there yet. I'm going to watch... I'm going to finish it in the next couple of days. I, I started episode one last night. It's pretty wild. Man, everybody <clears throat> oh, Fuck. He looks like several people that we know too. Like I don't want to name them cuz they might be offended. Mm, got it. Tell me afterwards. One's a comedian, one's a guy at the improv shop. Have you ever seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Very long time ago. Well, you know the uh spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen that fucking movie or read the book. <laughs> um the guy that kills himself, the young the young kid, you know, the really, really young kid. Okay, maybe I haven't seen this. All right, never mind. <laughs> Ted Bundy uh, kind of looks like him to me. Oh. Because of there's like this little unibrow. Like yeah. Ted Bundy almost has a unibrow. Yeah. It's not total. It's more kind of like just not maintained. And listen, if your unibrow sparks joy, <laughs> I want you to keep it. But for me personally, a unibrow would not spark joy. I wouldn't for me either. And it's just, that's just how it is. I've heard, and this might not be a good source. It was on WebMD that said. What? That's that's incredibly notable. A symptom of ammonia is slight unibrow. Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah. If you have a slight unibrow, not a full one, just a little, maybe 10 hairs maximum. Get yourself checked. Get yourself checked for ammonia. Yeah, we don't need people walking around with walking ammonia, okay? Passing away. Yeah, nobody needs to be kicking the bucket or passing away. My dad used to say kick the bucket. (laughs) Like he hated his neighbor when we were growing up, (laughs) which means our neighbor. Right. His name was Mr. Rogers, and I think he said to me, a couple years ago that he's like, yeah, Mr. Rogers uh, kicked the bucket, so <laughs> fuck him. He is he is no longer plugging along. He is no longer plugging along. Oh, Igor. wonder what tracksuit Igor's wearing today. Um, I bet I can get. I'll let you guys know. I'm actually going to visit them in Washington, D.C. in like two weeks. Wow. I'm spending a week with them. Are you going to see the... El Presidente? Um, hopefully not. <laughs> Wait, how are we going to record a podcast if you're like with your dad? Well, we're going to have to do it earlier in the week. And then we'll do a, some bonus. Maybe I'll record him and Please not tell do. him. Please do. I think I'm going or to. Or tell him. 
I think he would just be tickled. I don't know him to know that he has become one of the great figures on our podcast. He's very welcoming and wonderful. So, like, he is... Unless you drink root beer. Yeah, unless you drink root beer, hates it. But if you're gay, he loves it. <laughs> one of my best friends, Sophia, he she's gay, uh, and he was so ridiculously, like, welcoming and excited over this. He's like... Sophia, you got a new girlfriend? <laughs> and it's like, he hadn't seen her for years. It's like, okay, dude, stop, you know? like, just Oh, so you're gay, huh? <laughs> no, he just, he loves it. He's great. But yeah, if you drink root beer, you're a domestic terrorist in our home. Mm. So. Mm, 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 mm. Eager. I've actually eager. Rafe, is Rafe going to see eager? Too? No, he's not. Just me. What and are you my brother. do for a week without... Uh, Rafe and your dogs and uh, me and Randy and uh, I'm gonna eat a lot of Russian food. Okay, and I'm gonna sightsee. I'm gonna hang out with my parents. Probably watch Safari Live for a good I don't know twelve hours. <laughs> I talked to my mom the other night wow. on Facetime, and she was like, "Um, okay, I need to get off the phone because uh, we just made tea and." Uh, I think we're going to watch Safari Live, so. <laughs> you think? Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you watch it too? She's like, yeah, it's very cool. I was like, so they just set up like a stationary camera, and that's it? And she's like, no, haven't you watched it with us? I was like, um, yeah, I thought I did. And I was like, it's um, it's like educational, and they like answer questions. We like the lions. Elephants, I don't like so much. <gasps> Yeah, she kind of burned him. She goes, I like the lions and leopards. Those are my favorites. I was like, oh, that's fun. She's like, yeah, so, okay, I'm going to make tea and uh, go to bed after Safari Live. So she she cut me off. Didn't want to hear anything else from me. Wow. I didn't realize that Belarusians uh, hated elephants. They're too nice. They remember. They're too nice, and they're just, yeah. Mm. We like, <clears throat> bless. excuse me. <laughs> I hate saying bless you, but I don't know what else to do when someone sneezes. Just don't say anything. I sneezed. I, a woman sneezed right next to me in a thrift store the other day, and I just looked at her. I didn't say anything. I hate saying bless you. I it hate doesn't it. feel fun. It doesn't feel fun. I feel awkward, but also... What do you think of my sneeze? You know when you hear somebody sneeze sometimes, you're like, ooh, are you a mouse? (laughs) Whoa. Sometimes when I sneeze, I go, Um, Your sneeze was just a regular sneeze. There was no abnormal sounds. Do you think I could, like, be in a commercial with that sneeze? Yeah. Guys, can you please let me know what you think of my sneeze? Uh, Hopefully everybody heard that. And um, if we're lucky, we have about... Probably like 40 minutes left in this episode, so hopefully I sneeze again. So if you didn't hear that one, I'll do it directly into the microphone Mm -hmm. so that you guys can hear. Um, I just want to know what you guys think of my sneeze. Just rate it. Just rate Yeah, one to ten. Ten being the greatest sneeze you've ever heard. One being, what? That was not a sneeze. Yeah. Sometimes I've, I've heard people sneeze and I genuinely think they're doing a bit. There's a guy at work that sneezes like this. I died! <laughs> and it scares everyone. <laughs> it startles everyone. 
sneezes that scare people. I hate people that get too scared. Like, there's this guy that comes into the bar that I work at, and it, like, I'll be putting ice into an ice bin or just, like, set a drink down on the bar, and he'll be like this. He'll go, like, you're not scared. She did a very startled maneuver. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, what's that noise? Or when someone, oh, you scared me all the time. Shut up. You know I didn't what? fucking scare you. You had time to talk. <laughs> you if know I scared what I hate? you, you'd fucking piss on the floor. I got scared one time. I ding-dong ditched Johnny Rowland's fucking house. Oh. Over and over again. By myself. Very weird. Johnny Rowland was the weather traffic guy in Kansas City when I was a kid. He might still be going. Dare you go to his house and ding dong well, ditch? Well, he lived right next door to my friend Mary Majeski. Okay, wild house, trampoline in the back, soda. <laughs> Things were crazy, and we would ding dong ditch people all the time because we were in elementary school, mm-hmm. and I was wearing the one cute matching PJ set my mom bought me, tank top and shorts, no bra. Running around all by myself, ding dong ditching Johnny Rowland, who lived next door to Mary Majeski. And Johnny Rowland was an important man in Kansas City. Okay, I was doing this at like 11 p.m. Johnny Rowland had to be up the next morning at 3 a.m. to do the news because he was so important and valuable and necessary to the Kansas City community. greater area community, to the greater Kansas City area. Okay? Mm. He was so important. Everybody knows him. Call somebody in Kansas City right now. Call him. Well, I don't want to call anybody. I want to hear the rest of the story. I want okay. to hear how many I times know. fucking Johnny Rowland came to the door. Um. Okay, so I did that. I wonder if Johnny Rowland remembers this. I bet if I sent him an email, I bet he would be like, oh, I fucking remember you, you dumb cunt. <laughs> okay, so I we start ding-dong ditching him earlier in the night. And it was... <laughs> 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 and then, like, I don't know, we watched a movie, ate some snacks, and, like, hung out with her older brother that, like, was drunk or something. And then everybody goes to sleep, but I don't know why I just had this, like, it was almost like a Ted Bundy-esque urge <laughs> to keep ringing his doorbell. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I was quick. At that age, man, I was quick. I could get out of there. I could get out of there so fast. So I would run, ring his doorbell, and I i mean, I did it over and over again, probably 30 times. <laughs> I would have called the police on you. Because he was mad. He was an important man. <laughs> he had to be up the next morning to fucking report on traffic and whatever, you know, he was, he had, he was in the helicopter. Oh, my God. He wasn't just like some ball buster on the street <laughs> talking to people about, you know, the weather. He was in a helicopter. Oh. Technically, he could have been in the military. But he was very mad. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something like, are you fucking kidding? I have to be, you've been doing this all night long, you know? And I'm in like a matching, matching PJ set with like, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday undies on. Right. Kind of like kid undies because I was a kid. So I'm wearing – and I peed my pants while Johnny Rowland was yelling at me. So you're peeing your pants I'm peeing my very pants. early. Oh, yeah. It started way early. I got to look up this guy. Johnny Rowland. 
looks like somebody. You found him? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Rowland, Kansas City age. Oh, my God. I really want to know if he remembers this. Do you think I – should I apologize to him? No, you should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look him up? I, I'm Did you still see waiting him? for it, but I, I need oh, to – Oh, yeah. I remember him. Man, he looks like he's fucking Christopher Reeves after he got ill. <laughs> Doesn't he? Which guy? Oh, is Johnny it? Rollins. Yep, veteran helicopter pilot. <laughs> this guy. Ah! <laughs> yes, I haven't looked him up in so long. I can't believe this is real. So he said that, and then he yelled at me, and I urinated everywhere. And that's when I realized that if anybody ever tried to rob me, I know what I would do because I was scared. Even though I was the one scaring him at first, <laughs> he got the power. So we did, turned it around, and he got the power. Did he wait then at the door for I you to come I did it again? so many times that it was just – it was sick. It was not – at this point, he was probably like, are you fucking kidding me? What kind of fucking loser are you running around? I had no shoes on. I urin- I mean, I urinated clean all over my PJs. Just did your friend laugh at you? They were asleep. I was doing it alone. (laughs) Holy fuck! You are a psychopath. Isn't that so sad? What is what happened to you, (laughs) T? What? Why would you do such a thing? I don't know. We did it earlier in the night. I was like, "Ha ha! Whoa, this is kind of fun." And then I kept going. I'm a sick woman. This is uh, this story has taken a turn. I, I well, I imagine you and your friend laughing together as you trolled this dude's house. It took a turn though when I found out you were by yourself. <laughs> I know. I I'm concerned uh, about your future. I'm concerned about your mental well being. Are you you were a, you were a savage? I guess you were a a freaking savage. That urinated all over myself. Johnny Rollins took the power. I Listen, can't stress this enough. Kid. Do you think he talked about it the next day on the traffic report? No, because he was, you know, he had, he, like I said, he was so important to the greater Kansas City area that if he wasn't in that helicopter that day, I mean, people would have crashed. Yeah, traffic would have been he's, crazy. he's kind of like an air traffic controller. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no, he's not, but he's very important. Please send him a message on Facebook. Do you want? Should I apologize? And maybe, yeah, apologize. But then maybe also, we can get him on the podcast <laughs> to talk about it. That also, but more importantly, maybe a network will pick up your story, and he can take you on a talk show and talk about how you bullied him and hurt his feelings. I didn't bully him. Oh, you know what? Johnny Rowland is one of the few television helicopter pilots who is also an on-camera reporter. Johnny brings a unique perspective to Channel 9's excuse me, Channel 9's news coverage, and he has captured spectacular video of some of Kansas City's biggest stories. Like when a oh, young yeah? gal well, you know what he should have done if he's such a tough motherfucker? He should have flown the fuck out here when we had riots going on in St. Louis. Where the fuck were you then in your dumbass helicopter, Johnny? Yeah. Huh? Fucking fucking being a weenie in Kansas City, waiting for the next victim to ding-dong ditch you? Fuck you, Johnny. How old were you, Tina? I was very young. I mean, I was in elementary school. I was probably eight. I was probably eight years old. 
a child that terrorized that, him. I can't say that I wouldn't have done the same. Well, I mean, he was mad because I, I did it to the point that it wasn't funny anymore. I would have disconnected my doorbell. I mean, he, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't punch me. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't take his fucking helicopter. If a kid, if a kid crash it into your friend's house and kill everyone. If a kid did that to me, I never got in trouble for it. I think he just chalked it up to like kids being kids. But he was probably like, "What's wrong with this girl? Why is she alone? Where do you live? What would Johnny Rollins do nowadays?" That's the new question. I, we're, I'm gonna. I'd like to know more about him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I might email him. Uh, you know what I think he would have done? He would have put up surveillance cameras. He probably already has them. Would have got your face zoomed in, put it on Facebook. Igor and Svetlana would have seen it, and then they would have beat your ass. Well, they don't. My, back then, there wasn't Facebook. Back then, I would have been. No, I'm up, saying if this was now. Oh, if this was now. Yeah. You think he he'd be flying in the helicopter talking about it? Yeah, he would be sending out all alerts. He'd put it on his Instagram stories. Your face. This be, woman with incredible cheekbones. Has been terrorizing <laughs> my home for decades. It's time to put a stop to it. Let's go to Kansas City and ding dong ditch him now. I highly doubt he still lives in that house. We can find out where he lives. Here's no, we the deal, can't. though. I have to stay in the car because I can't run that fast. Let's be honest. I would never get away. Do you think <laughs> that if we ding dong ditched him today, that he would like? wake up in a cold sweat and start screaming and remember everything and be like and just not again lose his fucking mind and he'd go storming through the house and he'd come down there and then here i am like briskly trying to walk away from the house (laughs) what is that elderly woman doing ding dong motherfucker <laughs> and i would flip him off and he would catch up with me and i'd be like dude just chill out and you'd be wearing the same pajama set and then he would look at you and be like were you the woman that ding dong ditched me when you were eight years old and you'd be like yeah and then you guys will passionately kiss yeah and i'd show him my tit <laughs> <laughs> what i didn't have before i have now johnny Rollins. and i piss everywhere <laughs> and then he'd just like be drinking your piss he'd be down between <laughs> your legs like gah, 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 gah. what a romantic he'd story be drinking my piss <laughs> he'd just be between your legs on the ground like gah, 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 and then i'd start fingering his butthole because i don't want to just stand there by myself so i'm like i guess i'll finger his butthole or something Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> and then the dog comes up. No, don't say it. Out of nowhere and starts licking your butthole because he's like, I don't know. I don't want to just stand here. <laughs> not the dog. <coughs> oh, not oh, the fuck. dog. Ow. God, that would be so hot, though. Jolly Ro- Johnny Ro- Rollins, if you're out there and you have a f- sexual fantasy about us. Do you think he has an Instagram? I already looked. I I couldn't take time to look because I was having a hard time talking and looking. But God, if he does, I'm tagging him in this episode. And we'll probably get sued. Oh, fuck. Or fucked. One of the two. 
Oh my god, this is so fucking stupid. I can't believe you did that by yourself, though. I'm I, very disturbed by I it. I know. It's not. It's very weird. Your friend. Did you ever tell your friend, like, last night while you were sleeping? I don't think so. Johnny came over, he found out, and he made me pee my pants. I don't think so. I think I kind of felt, I was kind of shook when that happened. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, okay, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> I'm wearing lime green matching pajama bottoms. Then my butt cheeks are hanging out of. I'm a child. There's urine all over me. I think everything kind of got put into perspective. And I was like, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) So I went and ate some Clancy's potato chips from Aldi. Aldi, yeah. And I called it a night. That's strange that you could just walk around your friend's house and eat You want to know what's really sad, too? That girl's dog died of ammonia. Oh! (laughs) Ammonia poisoning. I'm not joking. He, like... Licked up ammonia. Is this for real? He licked up pneumonia. Is this real? I'm I'm a hundred percent serious. He died of pneumonia. There's something cosmic happening here. This is I'm I mean it. It was a little pug. It was a really nice pug. This is like we wrote this. Almost. We started it talking about ammonia. Mm-hmm. So do we switch it when it's pneumonia? We call it. Ammonia. So he licked up pneumonia. He licked up pneumonia. There's yeah. no way I think this it was, could have I, really I'm, happened. I'm almost positive it was ammonia. No, it was antifreeze. Oh, that will kill. That will kill. It I've was had antifreeze. a cat die of antifreeze poisoning. <coughs> but where's this gal? Starts with A's. Uh, she's on Facebook. I think I'm friends with her on Facebook. You have to send her a message and say, do you remember? I can't. Why? Because I don't know. It's scary. You know what's scary? An eight-year-old. I think I unfriended her. Oh, I did unfriend her. Oh dear. Should I send her a message? When we have, maybe I will. I will because I mean Johnny Roland live right next door to her. Or just wait till this episode comes out and say, "Hey, just listen to this episode," and she'll listen to it and she'll either block you or add you back. I'm messaging her right now. Oh, my God. Do you remember when Johnny Roland lived next door to your mom? She's got a Facebook. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. Let's see if she answers me back. I mean, it probably won't be now, but it's still exciting. She'll look and say, I'm not, why am I not friends with you? She probably won't, but I added her on there to soften the blow. I don't think I unfriended her for any particular reason other than it was just like somebody from a long time ago. Okay. Oh my God. I really, really, really hope. (laughs) Oh. Okay. So. What are you doing? Are you looking up Johnny Rollins? No, I was looking up questions. I was looking at the questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. We're like. Well, first, I want to give out two honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, two people that have really been friends of the podcast, promoting heavily, et cetera. Uh, Jeremy Dolce. Mm-hmm. From the start, been a wonderful companion to us. Yeah. The podcast. Also, uh, I don't know how to say Tommy's name. Let me look. Tommy Leppa? Yeah, Tommy Leppa. 
been making graphics for us, been just being super supportive, you know. Um, great guy. Yeah. So those are my two shout outs for this week. I have, have uh, some shout outs too. Oh, let's hear it. I would like to give a shout out to uh, Tim Walsh, our friend. And uh, because he sends us messages when things make him laugh in the podcast and he cares about it. And that makes me very happy. So thanks, Tim Walsh. And then I also want to give out an honorable mention. <coughs> oh, yeah. An honorable mention. <gasps> <gasps> an honorable mention to Carly Lawrence. Carly Lawrence uh, has been sharing stuff for us on her Instagram and uh, just – Spoken really highly of the podcast, so we really appreciate that from a sister brethren. She's a Carly real, Lawrence. So she, thanks, Carly. She's a babe. Mm-hmm. She is a babe, and I mean that in the sense of not just physically, but also uh, mentally. Like she's just fucking cool. She's yeah. just a babe. We appreciate it. Um. I'm so anxiously awaiting this message from her. I wonder if uh, her mom's friends with Johnny Rowland on Facebook. Johnny Rowland. While you're looking, I'm going to read a couple of questions that we got. Due to uh, high demand, we're not going to be able to answer all of these questions. Again, I'd like to just uh, say, appreciate you sending the questions. Yeah. Uh, this guy's, is this guy or gal? I can't, I can't understand these screen names. Did you just call it a screen name? Yeah, sure did. Did me clearing my throat make you want to kill yourself, Randy? No. Uh, Rachel, Rachie Lee asked. How did your friendship begin or solidify? I'm sorry, begin slash solidify. Huh. Well, how I remember it was that my terrible ex-boyfriend had a wonderful brother that was a coworker of yours. Yes. And I remember <clears throat> that you and I started seeing each other at comedy stuff because we had both started doing comedy around the same time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't, don't you think? And um, Matt, this person, um, this coworker of yours, was our mutual binding force. And I think he started talking to both of us about each other. He did. And that kind of like we vicariously trusted each other through that in a way. Um, but that's how I remember like our first connection being like, oh, I know this person because of this. And I remember meeting, I believe we met at a Fitz's open mic for the first time. Was that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I remember meeting there and talking about this mutual friend that we had in common and how we knew them. Um, and yeah, I feel, I think that was the first time we met. Was that an open mic? And then we just kind of, we started, I feel like we started doing bits together that night. I don't know. Maybe not. I do remember that because I was, I, I was like, oh, that's the girl that I'm just going to say his name. Max is talking about. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and I was like, oh, I followed you on Twitter, and you gave me a look like, I don't know who you are, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember I saw you a lot at the Fitz's open mic, because it was on a Thursday. Uh-huh. But then I think it was the improv shop that we really uh, became friends. I think the improv shop solidified our friendship. And I started taking improv classes beginning of 2015. January 2015. That was when I began. I don't remember when I began, but it was after you. A little bit after you. I don't think it was that much longer after. Um, were you working at the improv shop then? No, I didn't start working at the improv shop until right before Euclid location, okay. the Central West End Location closed and Kevin bought the new space. So, like a little, well, I don't know, two year, a year and a half, I think is how long the new improv shop has been open. Yeah, that's weird. It's crazy. So, yeah. Always doing bits. Always doing bits. We were doing hot cunt bits, <laughs> dropping my cunt on the floor. I remember that. That was years ago. Were we so, doing the hot cunt bit when you were the lunch lady for Halloween? Yes. Libby dressed up as a lunch lady for Halloween at the improv shop Halloween party, which happens every year. Libby dressed up as a lunch lady. I dressed up as Leahy <laughs> from Trailer Park Boys. And Rafe Williams, my boyfriend, dressed up as Randy from Trailer Park Boys. And it was great. I think we got third place or something. And you got first with the I lunch did. lady. I got I got I won a hundred dollars gift card from the improv shop. It's great. Wow, what it, a road! It's it, our the part about our friendships that is weird to me is the age difference. I don't know why it's weird to me because I'm sixteen. You're sixteen <clears throat> and I'm ninety. But I don't. Uh, I don't feel like I'm my age anyway so and i never really have i've always felt younger than i am as tina reaches up and touches one of the moving blankets i'm grounding myself oh let me ground myself too yeah what is uh, our what is our age well we don't have to say that i'm 45 you're 40 are you really yeah no you're not <laughs> yes i am why i thought you were like 41 i'm 45 holy cannoli right? yeah it's almost a 20-year difference. You could be my fucking mother. That's creepy. That's so creepy. I mean, you'd be a young mom because I'm 26, so. does Do you think that Svetlana hangs around with somebody that's half her age? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't. I don't think it's that she wouldn't. Yeah, it's weird. It's a vast difference. That is wild. It's a vast deference. Well. Isn't That's that great. The, Shows how emotionally mature I am and how emotionally stunted immature, you are. I am. Just kidding. I do believe that's the case. I don't I mean, I don't think so. I think we're both fucked up and life's good and we like comedy, so just move yeah. the fuck on. Okay. Oh God. God. <laughs> no, for that. Yeah. But I feel I we've we've been front because I started doing comedy in twenty fourteen. So that means that uh it was May or like August of twenty fourteen. Is, I feel like that's around the time you started. I can't remember the it, actual It has date. to be. 
because I, I I remember seeing it. Maybe it was 2015. Either way, that's about four years. I think it was four 15. and a half years. My first open mic was at oh god Nick's Pub. Oh really? And when I tell you, I had been going to open mics for at least two years, watching, getting really, ready. yeah. So I knew all the comics. I knew Kenny Kynes. I knew Jeremy Helwig. I knew like all these people. They saw me do it my first time and talk about feeling disappointment in the room. They didn't like it. I, it was just so bad because I was so nervous, visibly nervous. My legs were shaking. <laughs> when people say like, you're so nervous, your knees are knocking. Literally, that was happening to me. You were about to piss yourself. Like when it was like a Johnny Rollins moment. Yes, kind of. I was. You were so spooked. And I know J.C. Sabala was there. And <clears throat> when I came back to the table, everybody kind of was very uncomfortable and didn't really look at me. <laughs> and I remember- Well, J.C. Sabala was slamming a hot dog the other day, pulling out of the Quick Trip parking lot. So he can <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, he just said no, something like, well, that was better than my first time or something like that. <laughs> He fucking burned you. <laughs> he burned. And I, I just like, I don't know if something was changed in me where I was, I took that moment and didn't let it stop me as it would have in previous years. And just because it was devastating. It was humiliating and devastating, embarrassing. But I told myself, I just, ha- I have to do it again. That's great. And the second time was almost as bad, but I had a better sense of humor about it, I think. Mm-hmm. It sort of made fun of the fact that I was really fucking nervous. <clears throat> huh. And then on my third time, I remember I said something like, well, this is my third time. When can I change my Facebook name to Libby Comedian? Higgins or something like that. And the room erupted. And Jeremy was like, you know, they do do that. And like people laughed. I was like, oh, this is a turning moment for me. (laughs) This is a turning moment for me. Okay. Tell me what you guys think of that. That was a good one. That was And I sneezed directly into the mic. That scared the shit out of me. I (laughs) mean. It scared you. (laughs) I got a lot of questions, Tina. Okay. Um, cool. Go to the next one. Pick uh, this one. one uh, I don't know what the name is. The the Mist and Trees or something. Oh, that's my friend Krista. Okay. Krista wants to know, why do buttholes turn brown? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're stained. Don't you think? They have to be stained. <laughs> From poop? Yeah, from poop, blood. You know, I've actually got a butthole situation going on right now. My <gasps> asshole is ripped. Not from anal. I was not doing anal. Do you have a fissure? I don't really do anal. No, it's like I get constipated and then I have, you know, dinorrhea or something. and Or maybe not dinorrhea. Maybe it's just like it just like rips my b-hole. Oh. I know. I had to put the, I, I took Neosporin today, put it on my finger, and then I put it on my <laughs> asshole. How, when's the last time you looked at your butthole? Mm, I don't know, a month or so. Wow, you've looked at it recently. Well, yeah. I mean, I bend down. Full-length mirror. 
Check it out. Well, shit, you're so flexible. You could probably bend around and just look with <laughs> yeah, your <own> I, eye. <laughs> I play this fun game with myself where I like lay over and then I stick my arms <laughs> through my legs. <laughs> and I look through and I'm like, well, wow, I could be a trapeze artist. A trapeze. Trapeze. Um, I don't know. Why do you why do you think buttholes are stained brown? Are they stained or are they just becoming discolored the older you get? Are they brown too? I think it might be a little pink sometimes. It's like a darker hue. Mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say why do buttholes turn? Okay. I think that's a Cuz with different skin textures and tones you could have a variety of colors. Mhm. So, what is Krista's uh, screen name? I don't know. I think it's like Through Mist and Trees or something. Through Mist and Trees. Okay. Yeah, the O probably wasn't available. This tells me that Krista has a brown butthole, first of all. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that she may or may not be uh, cleaning her bottom hole. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Krista's butthole? Well, here's the thing I will say. I know Krista. Have not seen her butthole. I don't believe. But she has a baby. Oh. So that means she's cleaning assholes at least once a day. Mm-hmm. So maybe, what does your baby's asshole look like? That's what we need to know. That's source A. Right. And we don't need a picture. I know that's yeah, kind of pedophilia or anything. definitely don't want to know please about don't, Please don't send us a picture or anything, Krista. But this is how we can know. She can monitor. She can answer this herself. Okay. Over the course of your son's life, monitor his butthole Mm -hmm. and let us know when and what stages that it switches. Is his butthole brown now? Mm -hmm. Because if it's brown now, he's not not even a year old. Or he might – maybe he's a little older than a year. But that will tell us when it turns. When it turns, yeah. Oh, man. This is a compelling question. Do you think that's an unreasonable request for us to – I mean because she's going to see her son's asshole. She's going to see it because she's going to be cleaning his diapers. Yeah. We don't. But what happens when he's 15, 16? She, she's going to have to rely on – Well, she, the trust they've built, hopefully, he understands that this is an experiment. She's going to be conducting his entire mm-hmm. life. So and, maybe – okay. So you know how parents draw on the wall when the kids are growing up. They do the height. Uh-huh. Maybe she could have a chart next to it with levels of brown. <laughs> so she steps him over here and says, let's measure your height first, son. And then he bends over, spreads his cheeks, and you've got sort of like a pink all the way up to a very, very dark brown. I yeah. And you can mark mm-hmm. where how brown. That's amazing because next to each height mark, she'll write down how old he is and the date. Mm-hmm. So we will be able to... Keep track. Right. I mean, it'll be a very clear data asshole splatter right. point. And if you're ever to move, Krista, you're going to have to take that piece of the wall with you to the new home. Mm-hmm. Because this is real data that we're collecting. It's an experiment that starts now. And it's going to be lasting at least 18 years. Mm-hmm. Real time. Yeah, because I think at 18 is probably when you're asking, I don't know, maybe a little older. Maybe post-21 because I think when you're partying and you're drinking a lot and you're eating bad food Mm -hmm. and you're just shitting your fucking brains out when Mm -hmm. you're hungover or maybe if you try a new buffet for the first time or something. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff. Your brain doesn't fully develop until you're, I believe, 
25 years mm-hmm. old, if I'm not mistaken. If I am mistaken, somebody fucking let me know. But if your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 25 or somewhere around then, mm-hmm. then maybe your asshole doesn't fully mm-hmm. solidify until you're about 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. So I would I, – I think – I mean, don't you think that's reasonable? I think Those years of partying, you're trying a new buffet for the first time. You're trying new foods. Some people don't eat sushi until they're 20 years old. I'm going to say don't don't stop this experiment. Yeah. Because me as a 45-year-old woman, I haven't seen my butthole. I'm sure it's – I'm sure it is so brown. (laughs) You know? I'm sure it's a color that hasn't even been seen by the human eye. Yeah, my I believe – I'll check mine out this week and I will let you guys know next week. But f- from what I remember is it's not necessarily brown. It's almost like a different texture, kind of like an elephant's skin, <laughs> kind of like a little a rugged, a little rough. Uh, but I, I, it's not brown. It's not like I look at it and I'm like, wow, that butthole would not go with a black shirt you know? because they say that brown doesn't go with black. And they're wrong. Right. I'm going to go to maybe Home Depot or something and get a bunch of those paint sample cards <laughs> of all browns. And then we can put them together and have the <coughs> listener determine what shade of brown their bottom hole is. Yes. And I'm thinking maybe we could collect this data, write a report. Because the thing is, when you do an experiment, you have to first make a hypothesis, mm-hmm. collect your data, mm-hmm. do some kind of math or something. Then uh, you can the, you look at the results. That's an experiment. Yeah, I think that the New Yorker would be absolutely willing if we gather all of the data over her son's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they would be absolutely willing to do an article about mm-hmm. this. So, wow, this is just this is a really, really good fucking question. And if I can't wait, if you're a listener that's going to try to steal this idea of an experiment. Too bad. We're trademarking it as soon as we leave here. Yeah. Fucking whore. We trademarked it on January 25th, 2019. It's the 26th. Yeah. Uh, it's the 26th at 1.18 p.m. One, two weeks from now, it's going to be 1.18 p.m. Uh, sometime in February. My brother died of ammonia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Randy, we're going to need you to take your pants off. I have some of these. bottle. I have um, some paint swatches I need to compare to your bottom um, hole. Could somebody just stand up on the table and bend over and <laughs> shove their hand inside of my asshole to see how deep it is? <laughs> okay. What do you think? One more? One more question? Oh, let me that get, was a really good one. Let me um, get my phone. That was that was so thought provoking. I think that we really gained, um, we really gained a new outlook on butthole elasticity and roughness. And I, I'm really excited to see the results. And you know, even though she's been looking at her son's asshole for a year, mm-hmm. so uh, close to it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. I think that she'll have a. She knows. She sees it. She sees that little brown eye. She sees that little brown eye every day. All right, got a bunch on here. Okay. I I checked the ones on the uh, Slop City Instagram, and now I'm checking on my Instagram. Oh. 
Emily, uh, our friend from the improv shop, Emily, okay, wants to know, how do you discern a scrub from just a dude? Ooh, this is a hard one well, for me. Well, uh, when I was in rehab, I uh, one time drove from St. Louis, Missouri, all the way to Columbia, Missouri. That's about a two-hour drive. And for some reason... You know, we, we did some fun stuff. We were trying to fill voids and not do drugs and not be bad kids. So one time we decided to listen to the song No Scrub by TLC the mm-hmm. entire way. Um, the song's about three minutes. <laughs> so 120 divided by three is, what, 40? Three times 40? 40. 40 times? 40 times. I think we listened to that song 40 times um, in a row. Just a fun little game we were playing. Um It kind of turned into mush by the end of it, so I can't tell you. What I do know from that song is that a scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly, Mm -hmm. and he's also known as a buster. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Um, What's a buster? um, I mean, it could be the name of your dog. Oh. Um, I'm going to look up the lyrics to that song. I think he busts your balls a lot. You're going to look it up? I think that's good. But uh, I also think my ex-boyfriend uh, was a scrub. <clears throat> he just was. He was a scrub. And what I mean by that is that he never had a job, really. Ooh. Uh, he briefly did you know some some woodworking and stuff like that. Which yielded great products, but it just wasn't sustainable. He was making excuses, going through it. And granted, he had he had slash has some mental illness, and that's troubling. And uh, definitely stood in the way of him. But for me, at that point in my life, uh, he was a scrub. Mm-hmm. You know, borrowed my car. Oh. Granted, I let him borrow my car. So does that mean that I was a scrub too? You were just enabling. I was enabling the scrub. Uh, never cleaned up dishes. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that went on there. And that's, in my personal experience, that's the one human that I dated that I believe was a scrub. Okay. Now, maybe he's doing better now. I hope he is. I hope he's doing a lot better. I hope his mental illness is taken care of and that he's doing better. Um, but at the time, definitely a scrub. Man, these lyrics. Dirty. Are... Didn't scrub his body much. Oh. Mm-hmm. Always talked about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. Okay, that's basically what you said. Yeah. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love for me. So she is talking in that in that sentence. She's saying where she's at now. She doesn't want a scrub. No, but that doesn't mean at one point she didn't give a scrub love. Do you know what I mean? Now she's saying, I'm an independent woman. I'm not giving anybody but, scrubs. But listen to this. Sorry, go ahead. Hanging out on the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Mm-hmm. So his best friend's probably not a scrub then because he has a car. Well, yeah. So basically you want a guy that has a job, we found out, a car. Mm-hmm. That's how we're, we're figuring this out. <clears throat> Trying to holla at me. So men that holler. Could be, yeah. Our scrubs. Mm-hmm. You don't want no hollering, guys. Uh, his game is weak, also. He's looking like trash. I mean, that's kind of everything I said. Mm. Basically, it's a guy that rides in the passenger side. So if you see a guy going down the street, 
He's in the passenger seat of his friend's car. Immediately, you'll know, scrub. Mm-hmm. And they, you don't want no love from them. So here's the thing. If you're ever in the passenger side of a car, get in the back seat. <laughs> don't sit in the passenger side because somebody's going to think that you're a scrub. Right. And they won't want to date you. Pretend like – because if you are Ubering, you have the power. So sit in the back seat of a car. Sit in the back seat. Uh, possibly don't even have a passenger seat if you have a car. Yeah, take it out. Remove the passenger seat. <laughs> uh, sell it for scraps. Sell it for scraps. That way the person in the back can have a lot of leg room. Mm-hmm. They could possibly lay down on the floor there. They could. And you'll say to yourself, no scrub coming in this car. Mm-mm. Not in this car. Yeah, Emily, I mean, uh, a scrub is, I think it's everything that that song describes. And I also think that it's going to be different for Every person. Um, I think that what it really comes down to is, does this person spark joy for you? Mm-hmm. And if they don't spark joy, th- then they're then they're trash. Then they're a scrub. They have to spark joy. Joy, healthy joy. Because there can be joy that is brought on by MDMA or some sort of mm-hmm. drug or... Uh, the euphoria of having ammonia. The yeah, the, the euphoria of having ammonia, and that is not real joy. We mean real, unadulterated, raw, organic, unfiltered joy. So, if this person sparks joy for you, then I think you're in the clear, and you know, you know if something actually sparks joy mm-hmm. for you. Nobody else can tell you that. No one else. Marie Kondo couldn't even tell you that. She might be able to try but and she'll know but that's not for Marie Kondo to tell you maybe you know when you see a friend and you're like man why are they with this fucking person they deserve better but you can't just say it mm-hmm. you know you can't just tell them like hey I hate your fucking partner because sometimes that's not going to help it has to be you who decides whether they spark joy inside of your asshole your or your pusina so, uh, I hope that helps. I'm sure that will help tremendously. I feel a, a, I feel at peace right now. I feel like I could take on the rest of my day. Long titty. <coughs> okay. Okay. May the rest of your week be joyful. May mm-hmm. it spark joy in your lives. Yes. May you look deep within yourself or in your uh, bottom holes, mm-hmm. vaginas. Yeah. Just squeeze the tip of your dick there to open up your pee hole so you can look inside. <laughs> and uh, remember to rate, share, and subscribe. Yeah, rate, share, subscribe to the podcast, and also rate my sneeze. I need to know what you guys think of my sneeze. Um, I think it's pretty solid. And also, if you think that I should contact Johnny Rowland, just fucking let us know. Because I, I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's, like, crass. It's like, is it crazy to revisit it's this, like, hilarious. moment that we had all of these years ago? I don't know. 
And also, if you leave four-star reviews on iTunes, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Whoever left a four-star <laughs> review can suck a fuck, okay? If you're going to leave four stars, just leave three. It's not about you being honest about it. No. It's about you just putting five stars because. Yeah, four stars. Four oh. stars. Like, you couldn't put your finger one centimeter over to push the five star? You couldn't take your finger and shove it up your asshole and give yourself a little bit of joy and then be like, you know what? That made me feel good. I'm going to give them five stars. We got Randy over here fucking working for free and you're giving out four stars? Jesus Christ, what kind of monster are you? Fucking four star pumps. You know what that means? I want five pumps. I want. <laughs> yeah, four pumps. Nobody can get off in four pumps. Yeah. Except you with your little winky. (laughs) (laughs) That's from a Tina D-ball bit. (laughs) Nobody's looking at your little winky. Nope, they're not. Nobody expects you to be hard. (laughs) Fucking hate everyone. Yeah, take your four stars and place them in your bottom hole. Take your four stars, stand up on a table, ask your friend <laughs> to shove those four stars all the way up inside your pussy or your fucking asshole. And then get some paint samples and see what level of brown you're at. Because guess what? I bet you're fucking brown, you fucking whore. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> fucking whores. If this was wig, would it it'd be coming off right about now? This was... What, think I'm not wearing a bra? You think I'm not wearing a bra? My mom's wearing a bra. Check it out. Cindy's wearing a bra. <laughs> oh. So dumb. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, so we love you. Thanks for listening to Slap City. This concludes this hour of this episode. Please rate, share, subscribe. We love you. Send us your questions. Send us your comments. We'll put up a nice picture of Johnny Roland uh, up on our Instagram story sometime this week or in the next week whenever we release this. And uh, thanks, thanks, Randy, for bringing us joy. You're welcome. We Randy sparks joy. We won't throw you in the trash. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to Slop City. And cut.